Welcome to the Views from the Sidelines podcast. My name is Austin Bagshaw. I'm an online nutrition and fitness coach. And my goal with this podcast is to provide as much value as possible while also opening up your mind to new ideas. I believe that your physical health is the foundation of your reality. I also believe that what you see, listen to, and surround yourself with daily are all equally important in the journey of becoming our best self possible. In this podcast, my guests and I will discuss past client situations, our own experiences in our fitness journey, what not to do, and some practical pieces of information that you can start applying today. Thank you for choosing to listen to what me and my guests have to say. Let's get started. Yo, what's up, guys? Super excited to be here today on a little tiny, like 10 minute episode. It's not going to take up too much of your time, but we're going to dive right into it. So I sent out an email the other day that uh, goes into the six green flags that you are ready for a cut. And if you aren't getting my emails, I will put a link or there should be a link in my show notes that takes you directly to the sign up page. Um, I usually send it out once a week, sometimes twice with some solid, valuable content. But on the podcast, I can go a little bit deeper in detailed for what we're going to talk about today, which is six green flags that you are ready for a cut phase, a diet phase, uh, to actually lose body fat off of your body. Um, a lot of people mistake dieting for um, just weight loss, but in, there's a big difference between fat loss and weight loss, and I'm going to kind of go into that today um, with you. And this little short episode shouldn't take more than 15 minutes. So let's let's go into it. So I actually started the email with this. I could lose about 10 pounds, and I put it in quote. Because we've all been victims of this. We've all have said, man, I, I, I could bear to lose definitely a couple pounds, five pounds, eight pounds, whatever the number is. It's very, does, does not matter what the number is. But the thing is, we've all said it. There isn't a person on, on earth. I mean, if you're incredibly skinny and maybe struggle with that, maybe you didn't say that, but 99% of the people on earth will say that, um, or in the U.S., it, will say that they have said this, uh, that I could lose about five pounds, 10 pounds. And when we say that, we don't realize what we're talking about. We're actually talking about, we just want to look better. We want to feel better. We want to look better or improve our confidence levels. When we're naked, we want to feel better with our partner. We want to feel better in social situations and feel like we're not the out of shape friend. We want to be on top of our health because if you're on top of your health, you're getting it done. Like there's nothing around, there's nothing bothering you. You know what's going in your body. You know you're exercising, you know you're strength training, you know you're doing the right shit. And the the dogmatic of picking ourselves apart, constantly telling ourselves that we need to lose weight or look a certain way, guys, that's just conditioning. You can look however you want. And the and I will be the, hopefully this is the first time you heard this, but the only person who needs to know how much you weigh is you and your doctor. That's it. That's literally the only people who need to know, or if you have a coach, that's somewhat important as well. But no one cares in a sense, in a grand scheme of things, no one cares how much you weigh. No one really gives a shit about the number on the scale every time you step on it. That doesn't matter. It's about how you present yourself. It's about the energy that you're vibrating at, and it's what you are doing every single day to fill up your cup. That's the more important thing. But today I'm going to dive right into six green flags that you are ready for a cut. Okay. First things first, let's dive into that. One, a consistent sleep-wake cycle. So a consistent sleep-wake cycle is needed for multiple reasons, guys. One, our body has to be in a consistent circadian rhythm to manage our stress levels. If we aren't managing our stress levels, 
things will look crappy. We will wake up tired, groggy. We will be relying on stimulants like caffeine. And um, if you're on a prescription drug, well, that's another thing. But um, if we aren't going to sleep and aren't waking up at a similar time each day, we won't be managing our stress levels. Our literally our, our cortisol levels spike in the morning and then slowly, slowly drop down. At, and, and our melatonin is the opposite. Our melatonin, when we wake up, should be very bottomed and then goes up as we're ready to go to sleep. So melatonin and cortisol are the two things that keep us up and, and, and tired. And what can happen is if if we if it's inconsistent, our cortisol doesn't peak as much, so we wake up tired. So if you're thinking like, man, I every time I wake up, I'm like, God, I need some coffee. You're like, oh, I'm so tired. You're not ready for a cut. That's number one. You need to get your sleep dialed in and get it consistent and feel like you're waking up ready to kick today's ass. You're waking up hungry, all of these things. Because if you're also not waking up hungry, you're not ready for a cut. Boom. Number one. Number two, you are fully aware of your calorie intake and you have been eating for fuel not to lose weight. This is a big thing. If you're someone who just has completely disregarded their overall calorie intake and they struggled, they've they they binge on the weekends, they don't have and just honestly have no no idea or no clue how much calories they've been eating. Who are you to say, "Hey, I'm now ready for a cut"? You haven't put in the work. You have no idea, and you're then telling yourself, "Oh, I need to go on a diet." What do you mean you need to go on a diet? You don't even know how much calories you're eating to then go on a specific diet. So, if you're not planning and preparing, you're preparing to fail. So planning and preparation is huge for dieting. And if you're not thinking about this right now, start thinking about it. Start thinking about how much you're eating a day and, and versus how much you're burning and start thinking about these things because this is what's important. You need to get into homeostasis. You need to be in homeostasis before you say, hey, I'm going to lose weight now because literally you are disregarding everything you've done for the last however months or years where you just became unaware of how much you're eating a day. So Number two is you need to be fully aware of your calorie intake and you need to be eating for fuel as in not just managing weight to eat. You eat because you need to eat. Guys, you're literally a human being. You have so much going on all at once. You need to fuel your body. And the only way we humans literally get energy is from food, from the macronutrients that we eat. That is how we get energy. That's it. There is no, we don't photosynthesize. We can't lay in the sun and be like, oh my God, I'm super energized now. No, it's literally from what we put into our body. And if you are tired all the time and you have no idea how much you're eating, start there. Start with tracking the food that you're eating. Don't change anything because typically when someone starts tracking calories, they change how much they're eating because they don't want to see the numbers be high. They don't want to do all this stuff. And then they're putting themselves into an even deeper deficit because they're not actually meeting themselves with where they are. So this is the first thing I do whenever I work with somebody is I tell them, hey, I need to see how you're eating. Do not change anything. If you typically eat a cookie after your dinner, eat the cookie, track it. I need to see where you are so then I can meet you with where you are versus expect you to be at a certain spot because of your age, weight, height, activity level, exercise routine. That doesn't matter. I need to know where you are and you need to know where you are before you can make the decision of how many calories or macros or what your macro split should be. So number two is that. That was a good one. Whew. Okay. Wait, hold on. Yeah. 
I don't hype myself up sometimes. <laughs> it's just me and me and this baby t- today. So number three is um, if you are eating a high protein diet, this is a solid sign that if you're consistently aware of your protein intake and you know it's around, for for guys, I like it to be 0.8 or to 1.2 depending on your overall. So pretty much you have two factors in trying to figure out your protein for guys and girls. Start with guys. Guys, you should be around body weight depending on how much lean body mass you have compared to your body fat percentage. If you have a high amount of body fat on yourself, you won't necessarily need as much protein. If you are very lean and don't have a whole lot of body fat, you could eat a lot more protein. So if I'm talking to guys, I usually keep them at that 0.7 to 1.3 range depending on how much body fat they have. Um, So a a guy with 10% body fat who weighs 180, could eat 190 grams of protein completely fine. Typically they're over time as long as they're actually like consistently doing that. But, um, and they utilize that and shuttle that for recovery. But if you are in that, like a little bit of higher body fat percentage, you don't need as much protein protein. Yes. will help keep you full and it'll, uh, get you to a spot to where you are eating consistently high protein. So you're not as hungry as all the time. So like, higher protein diets are very helpful for managing our appetite hormones and overall helping us recover because if we're in a dieting phase, our focus shouldn't be growing muscle. Like that's not the thing. But if we disregard protein and then go into a diet, then we can, we can actually have a fear of atrophy happening, which is decreasing muscle tissue, breaking down muscle tissue for energy. So if to combat that, we need to eat a higher level of protein a day. Um, this is just a good habit to get into. So as you're building and as you're eating for fuel, eat a higher protein diet. Now for women, I'll dive into that. So for women, we want to decrease that about 0.3. So as for instance, if you're, if you're listening to this, you're a girl who is a little bit, uh, bigger as in just has a little bit more body fat to lose. Um, that number would be like 0.5 to like start with like 0.5 times your body weight. So what that means guys point, like whatever you weigh, multiply that by 0.5. So say you weigh 200, uh, 200 pounds. You would multiply that by literally 0.5. Boom. So you need to, so start with eating a hundred grams of protein a day and then slowly build up slowly. Like when I say slowly, like every week, check in on yourself. Are you still hungry? Sweet. Increase protein intake. So increase it by 10 to 15 grams and then do that week by week as you build up and as you're um, exercising more women it's the same kind of concept the leaner you are the more you can eat but i would i've never given a girl over their body weight in grams of protein a day i just don't think i think they need to use more carbs and carbs are going to help with your overall stresses and help manage your, your your sleep all that fun stuff so that's how i differentiate those the more body fat that you have the less protein you need, the less body fat you have, the more protein you need, depending on obviously if you're strength training or not. So there's a lot of factors in there, but protein is important. Eat a higher protein diet. It'll help with going into the cut phase with appetite and just overall suppressing that. So you're not always fucking hungry all the time. Okay. Number four, your diet, your daily steps have been consistent. So this is a big thing too. If you're constantly moving, this is another part of the, of of the spectrum of like a teeter totter. You're either here where your calories are in, to say this is calories in, calories out. 
So think of a teeter-totter. If you're constantly getting 10,000 steps, your calories out are pretty high. Um, And that's all a diet is, is moderating your deficit. So creating a deficit, whether it's moving more or whether it's eating less. So some people would rather eat less. Some people would rather eat more. It's That's literally as simple as it gets. So if you're someone who's a sedentary job, getting 5,000 steps, maybe, um, maybe that's not a good time for you to do that. Maybe you focus on moving more. And then once you're consistent with increasing your step, throughout the day, then you actually work on dropping that down, um, and, and keeping your movement up. And then once your movement's consistent, stay there for a little bit because you might be able to literally create a deficit just from moving more. So don't, don't necessarily think, Oh, I have, if I'm trying to lose weight, I have to eat less, start with moving more and see how your body reacts to that. And then reassess that about a month later. Moving is crucial, guys. It keeps our digestive system up. So if you're struggling with being bloated and not using the restroom consistently, after you eat, go get some steps in. Go outside and do a 10-minute walk or go hop on the treadmill. That will help to speed things up. Um, movement keeps us present. Movement is medicine. I preach this all the time. It's what my clothing brand, uh, MYB Apparel, Move Your Body Apparel, is literally about. It's movement, guys. Like Movement is medicine. It's the best medicine on earth, and it's what keeps our metabolism on fire. So move your body. You're going to, and it'll, it'll thank you throughout the process. Number five, managing stress guys, managing stress is so crucial. Okay. So guys, managing stress isn't as big for you, but it is still big. Women listen up. You need to manage your stress. If you aren't managing your stress and this isn't just your stress as in your, uh, like external stress, which is your job, your friends who won't text you back, your parents who are annoying the piss out of you. That's external stress. Internal stress is what women need to focus on. This is where we create inflammation in our bodies, where we hold weight in our lower abdomen, where our gut comes inflamed, where if, if we just, for instance, if we increase stress and we're always stressed, we literally, so this is the best way to explain this. Imagine you get a blister Um, and then it swells like, Whoa, hold on. Like, why is this swelling? Because it's pulling water to that area so it can heal faster. That's what our body does. It protects the injured area with water to help us heal it and protect the area as our body and our, in our immune system and everything fights it to heal. So our body literally self self heals because we shuttle water to that area to protect it. So if we're inflamed as in we create inflammation from, I mean, literally dieting chronically is inflammation. It's metabolic stress. We're eating less than we're burning a day, which requires us to grow all energy from other places to function, right? So doing that over a long period of time builds, 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 and then all of a sudden, boom, you have a gut health issue. Oh, you can't digest food properly. Oh, you're bloated all the time. Oh, all of these things are happening because our stress levels are through the roof. And that's not just external stress internal stress. So women, if you can manage your internal stress and doing one of the better ways to do that is increasing your carbohydrates, strength training, and sleeping better. Those are the three little, uh, magic pills there for you. (laughs) Um, and if you can do those three things, you're going to see a lot better results with what you're, what you're trying to do. And during that process, do not weigh yourself. It's not worth it. Do not worry about weight during that process. You need to create less inflammation. You become less bloated your digestive system will become more regular, you'll sleep better, and your carbohydrates will increase and help you with all of that stuff. So yeah, so if pretty much this, if you are sleeping good, eating a higher carbohydrate diet, and extra and strength training three to four times a week, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> okay, so a little Paris Hilton uh, 
<laughs> I added this to my soundboard and it makes me laugh every single time. So hopefully that, uh, that kind of like spiraled something into you guys, because that is super important, especially with men, men, not as much. We kind of handle our stress a little bit better than women by like by, physiologically. Um, we handle stress with like heart issues. That's why men have a lot more. Um, so the easiest way to say this, men deal with stress through their heart we deal and then women deal with stress more with hormones. So their hormones become attacked and that's why you guys get fucked with a lot of that stuff. Um, but yes, diving into it even more. Our last thing, and I'll wrap things up here cause I promised 15 minutes, but it's going to be 20. Um, our last thing here is number six, a regular schedule with less travel. I am huge on convenience. If you, if it's not convenient for you to do what you're trying to do, you're not going to do it. And if you're always traveling and you struggle with traveling and like eating too much, what, whenever you travel and you might get like obsessed with it, like, Oh, like if I can't be perfect, I'm not going to do it. That's not a good time for you, you to diet. So think about how much you're traveling. Think about your routine. Think about how much you're doing for work and work around that. Like you shouldn't be chronically stressed at work and then adding and then kicking your ass in the gym and then going, Oh, I'm going to also eat 1500 calories. No pick two. If you're going to do two, do two. If you're like, if you're going to kick your ass, if, if stress is low at work and then maybe you can eat a little less and work out, work out a little bit more. But if like, you can't do all three, you're going to create a metabolic issue. And over time you're going to get into a spot where you might gain weight. You, you give up, you start binging, you start, stop listening to your body, all of that stuff. So creating a, a regular sleep or a regular schedule with less travel while would put you in a great spot to be in a cut phase. So, um, yeah, usually a lot of people cut around this time of year cause it's before summer. Um, they're, they have uh, two months until like summer activities, weddings, family vacations. So less distractions. So think about how your schedule is throughout the year, the calendar calendar year, and think about times that you can actually go into a cut phase. And if you're not in that time, quit worrying about losing weight, start worrying about maintenance and working out and getting stronger and then go to that less distraction phase of, okay, I built, now I'm ready to actually cut. So hopefully this was helpful, guys. I'm going to keep this right under 20 minutes. Um, hope, I'm, I'm excited to do more of these. I'm going to dive into little uh, tips and just give you as much value as possible. Uh, this podcast is 100% free. There's nothing costing anybody to listen to it. And if you guys really found value in it, just send it to a, a friend, someone, a family member that needs to hear it, or just if it resonate with you literally send me a message on, on Instagram. I, I would love to talk more about it. And yeah, my Instagram's Austin Bagshaw. There's a direct link to it there, um, to uh, connect with me and I would love to chat, but thank you again, guys. Um, if you have any other questions, shoot me a message. And again, thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the views from the sidelines podcast. If you found any part of this episode valuable, it would mean the most if you left a review below. If you thought of someone while listening, please share this to them so they can learn from us. I appreciate every single download I get because I know it's someone who is working on becoming the best version of themselves. Until next time, stay moving.